You're now listening to the Live Different Podcast with Matt Wilson. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Live Different Podcast. And today we have a bonus episode because uh, our friend and under 30 experiences alumni, Jason Bay, uh, has an awesome podcast called the Gen Y Success Podcast. And this week, I got a chance to be on his podcast, and I had so much fun on there that I want to publish it for you guys as a bonus episode. So this is actually going to be the other way around. Instead of me pestering guests with uh, intrusive questions, Jason is going to ask me uh, all sorts of crazy stuff, and he caught me in a pretty interesting mood cooped up in the apartment all day, I guess. Um, but uh enjoy. There's a lot of good stuff. And of course, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Under 30 Experiences, our travel company for young people ages 21 to 35. We talked about it enough in the episode, so I'm not going to push it anymore here. And also want to remind you that you can get 50% off your first order of Athletic Greens, which is a superfood cocktail that keeps our team healthy when we're traveling and when we're at home and when we're all over the world, uh, but especially when we're traveling because of the stress on our immune system. And uh, the stuff is awesome. So check it out on the show notes on under30co.com or in iTunes and you can get 50% off. And without further ado, I am going to let you listen to uh, quite an entertaining little piece. So enjoy. Hotspot working. So uh, yeah, we should be good to go. There you go. So, are you uh, in America right now, or like where where are you at? Uh, I'm in Costa Rica right now. Oh, that's right. Okay. How was how was Bali? Um, it was awesome. It was awesome. That that place is incredible. If you ever get the chance to go, I mean, it is. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Just the whole, just their whole culture, and of course, how beautiful it is. Um, it's uh, it is pretty cool. So sorry I missed you last Tuesday. I scheduled it when I was in Bali, and somehow it, it must have been the time um, because it's scheduled for a day later than I would have been able to even make it on yeah. the call because I was traveling from Bali to America that day. So I'm not even sure why it came out like that. But uh, yeah, again, I apologize about that. Oh, it's all good, man. It's all good. Um, so I guess, I mean, you've already been on the show, so you probably already know all the stuff about the audience and that sort of thing um any questions about some of the questions and content that i sent over to you mm, not in per- not in particular i mean yeah let's uh I, I guess let's just get right into it um i was gonna ask you oh okay so i think that this would obviously be best suited on you on your uh, podcast uh, obviously this is this is your podcast um mm-hmm. but would you be interested in me putting it up as a bonus episode so people get more exposure to you and your um yeah and and everything that you do are you interested in that at all no of course yeah okay yeah just in, i just wanted to i know we had talked about it briefly before and i don't want to make it sound like it's my podcast cuz you're interviewing me or we're having a conversation or whatever um but yeah i just want to make sure that uh that all that is cool with uh with you Cool. Yeah, that sounds great, man. Um, let's see here. I think everything's good on my end. You can hear me all right? Yeah, perfectly. Cool. So I will, uh, I'll will i just give your intro here and, and uh, we'll dig right in, man. Awesome. Sounds, sounds like a plan. 
Our next guest is the adventurer in residence at Under 30 Experiences and the co-founder at Under 30 CEO. This is his second time on the show, and he's since started a podcast, the Live Different Podcast, where he helps entrepreneurs grow their business, get in better shape, perform at their peak, and have more fun. Matt Wilson, welcome back to the Gen Y Success Show. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate it. Hey, it's good to have you on again. You're the first guest I've brought on again for a second time. So what uh, what has been going on with you since the last time we talked in November? Oh, man. Since November, that is uh, that seems like, I don't know, that seems like years ago, I know, to be right? honest. In, <laughs> all right. So in November, I was in France. Okay. I just got back from Ireland. Um, I went to France. Uh, to see a buddy, or a buddy came and came and visited me. Um, we went to wine country, had Thanksgiving, etc. I went back to the states briefly, and then came down to Costa Rica. Okay, I'm just going to give you the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I ca- came down to Costa Rica for the season, of course. Um, then May saw my family in New York, flew to Rio, and spent about uh, almost a month in Brazil. Um, I then spent about a month in Peru at Machu Picchu running those trips. Um, then we had our, then I flew directly from Machu Picchu, so Cusco to Lima, directly across the Atlantic Ocean to uh, Madrid, Spain, and then up on Ryanair to Dublin to run our Ireland trips. Um, and then I flew back to New York to Bali back to New York, and then now finally I am here back settled in Costa Rica for the next season. So uh, aren't you glad you asked? Damn, that's crazy. For those listening to you for the first time, you don't have a home technically, right? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, I, I'd like to say that Costa Rica is my home now. Yeah. Um, I, I feel most at home here anyway. Um, but yeah, I've been pretty homeless for a while, I'd say. Um, yeah, for, for, a pretty wa- for a pretty long time, I mean, uh, I guess I didn't know quite what I uh, was expecting when we started our travel company under 30 experiences. But this is, uh, this, these last, what, since November, 10 months or so, has, that's been pretty extreme. Um, it's mm-hmm. been, yeah, it's been almost a year, I guess, since I've been on. And so I guess that's, that's a pretty extreme year as far as travel schedule um, and all that. I think I missed a place in there somehow. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah, it's been crazy. It's been crazy, obviously. goes without saying. Yeah. And to give some context, you know, for the rest of our conversation here, um, I heard about you through under 30 experiences and I've gone on a trip and since gone on a, an a alumni trip with, uh, some people to Lake Tahoe, which was a blast, but can you tell us a little bit more about under 30 and what you guys do there before we dig into some of the other stuff? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, under 30 experiences is a travel company for young people ages 21 to 35. And, uh, the whole premise came, uh, to me when I went on a random trip to Iceland and escaped my desk and my small apartment in New York City and, uh, you know, daily life that consisted of being in front of a computer for 12 to 14 hours a day. And I said, to hell with that. And I ended up in Iceland and I said, I met so many amazing people, opened my eyes to how the rest of the world uh, works and lives. And um, it, it was just an incredible experience. And I thought, well, how can I do, of course, do this more often myself, but also pay this 
uh, forward to other people, and uh, we have grown since then. Uh, we're now operating trips to ten different countries, and uh, yeah, we're not slowing down anytime soon. Yeah, the company's just really, I don't know, like what you've done with the community and bringing everyone together is just really crazy. Like when I went on that Tahoe trip a month ago or two months ago, or whenever it was, it, like I had only met one of the other people I think prior to that, and like everyone else just. Like I was able to become really good friends with them really, really quickly. It was, re- it was really crazy. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. You guys had a really good crew out there, yeah. and um, our team was so spread out all <laughs> over the country. Yeah. Or shit, sorry, I don't know if I can say bad words on your podcast. Yeah, say it all you want, man. Okay, well, well shit, everybody. <laughs> I was in Bali, and uh, our team was all over the world. And so we wanted to send someone to, to hang out with you guys because you know that was an alumni meetup that just happened. Someone just posted in the Facebook group, hey, guys, my uncle has a house in Tahoe. Uh, or a couple houses or whatever, does anybody want to get, get together this Labor Day weekend? And you guys looked like you had a blast. So um, I, I was happy to see you guys out there. And, you know, yeah, that's that's what it's all about. We, we Sure, we're a travel company, but we say we're a community um, because that's that it's about the people within the community who come together. And, yeah, you become fast friends when you're, when you're doing fun stuff and uh, all you have is each other. Have you always been interested in community and and bringing people together? I know that you know last time we talked, you know in college you're a part of an entrepreneurship, you know type club or or community or whatever it was. Because um, I've never really been like that up until the time I've really started this podcast about a year ago. I've never really been about bringing like minded people together. Was that something that you intentionally did, or is that a byproduct of of under thirty? Like, what was your thoughts going into starting the company? Yeah, for sure. When we started it, we wanted to be a community. Um, And before this, we had what we always said, a community for uh, entrepreneurs at under30ceo.com. And so our first couple trips were actually trips for our community of entrepreneurs at under30ceo. And then the trips went so well that everybody, we just said, well, can't people just said hey can we come we're not entrepreneurs and maybe we're not under 30 and we said yeah sure come it'll be fun and sure enough it was really fun and uh yeah so it's it's grown from there but yeah i was i was part of this entrepreneurs organization that we grew uh, and well i was the president for for two years of this entrepreneurs organization um, at my alma mater bryant university when i was a student and we grew that from a, a little club of about five people to a really powerful organization of of over 150 students. Um, We won all sorts of national awards. And uh, yeah, so I guess it's always been something that I've been into um, as far as I can remember. Or if, you know, I figure if I'm going to be involved in, in a business, I want good people. I want to spend that time with good people. And, uh, this one has, has really worked out as you can attest to the, the good people in the community. What impact do you feel that community plays on like an individual success? And I use the term success loosely, you know, of course, cause everyone's got their own definition of success, but for, for now, let's just use the definition that, you know, success is, is you know, being able to do things on your terms, doing the things that you want to do and live the lifestyle that you want to, to do it and do it with the people that you want to. What do you feel community like how do you feel that that impacts our 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 own personal successes yeah i mean i would say that's a very good uh, definition of 
success and when you say you want to surround yourself with uh, other like-minded people or, or, or people who are different from you because that's mm-hmm. very important as well. But if you constantly can tap into a group of people who are just very thoughtful and general and that you enjoy spending time with, uh, that's, you know, that's extremely powerful. Um, and I, you know, I spend so much of my time traveling, but it's amazing because when I get to these places, yeah, I hang out like a, like a local, you know, here in Costa Rica, et cetera. Um, but then I have this influ- influx of really awesome North Americans that come and, and hang out with us. And, uh, you know, personally, that makes my life you know, so much exponentially better. And when you need something, um, you have people to call on and, you know, nobody, very few people want to live as a, as a hobbit. And, uh, (laughs) so if, but if you have, once you are just tapped into a group of awesome people, um, I think it makes all the difference personally and professionally, because we say the community, sure, it's, yeah, we're about having fun and doing something, uh, something new and something that you wouldn't normally get to do and experience in culture in a new place, etc. But also, people are starting all these side projects um, that are coming out of our community and bringing more people together, and that's been that's been really really powerful. Like you know, like my own podcast was something that came out of the community, and we've mainly just I've mainly just interviewed for the first twenty five episodes. The majority of those are are just cool people who I've traveled with, and, and very uh, and very successful people as well. Um, and however they define success. Mm-hmm. What were some of the challenges that you guys faced building your community at first? Were there any anything that really sticks out to you as a big struggle, or any times where you're like, "Yeah, this is actually this is really hard." You know, and you thought <laughs> about giving up or anything like that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. For the first, I'd say, year and a half, it was really a struggle. Um, and it wasn't that our trips weren't working or weren't awesome because they were, but we would get like 10 people or eight or nine people to show up or, or you know, maybe we had 15 people on our second or third trip. Um, but we had to f- seek those people out. We had to find these people. We had to yeah. work hard. And they looked at us like, wait, you guys are some bloggers with a site called Under 30 CEO. What, what, what in the world are you doing bringing people to Iceland or bringing people to Costa Rica? Or our fourth trip was to Nicaragua, um, a pe- place where people have a lot of apprehension about going. And um, yeah, so, so just getting over that was the most important part. And also just getting people to to shift their mentality and say life doesn't have to all be about work all of the time uh that was a very difficult part too because people in our our age group group right gen y they're they're very busy getting ahead in their careers it's a it's a very driven group of people but they're also trying to save for that uh that mortgage and car and ring and uh, whatever else goes along with it. So spending the time and the money to actually go out and get experiences so that you have a really base level of knowledge to then go and do those things. If you choose, if those things are important to you, uh, then, you know, yeah, it was really tough in the, in the early days. Do you find that the community that you've created has helped open the minds of people that didn't know like this type of lifestyle existed or 
do you feel it's more like letting people know that what they want to do is okay? Like that's okay if you want to travel or or take a couple months off from work or or quit your awesome six figure job to start your own business. Like which of those do you feel that it is? Uh, I think both for sure. Yeah. I mean, we have all we have a mix of of people uh, who come on the trips. That's where, the coolest part for me too is the mix of people. Yeah, I mean, you come you come on the trip, right? And I think you were already pretty cool with uh, quitting your job and trying yeah. to figure out how to how to do it, and you knew that was okay. But then other people benefit from meeting people like you who have side projects and have entrepreneurial ventures because they've been thinking about that in, in the back of their head. But usually it's, oh man, you know, I could never do that right now. Or maybe in the future I'll save my money and then I'll, I'll try to go and do that. But what happens, okay, you graduate school, you try to save up money for, you know, the first six, eight years uh, out of school, which is very difficult because you probably li- tried to live somewhere flashy like New York, New York or San Francisco, where it's so expensive to live, that you didn't save that much in the first place. And then by by the time you're getting to, to 30 years old, well, uh, you know, you got to start thinking about, is it the time that I want to have kids or get married, et cetera, et cetera. Especially if you're you're female, because they have a biological clock going. Men can yeah. can drag it out, of course, right? Yeah. But you know, you get to that point, and then you say, "Well, I better keep my job because I need to have some kids and and do that kind of stuff." And then you know, you have kids, and that's not a goddamn good time to start a business. I mean, come on. So no. there's never a good time. So if anybody's listening out there, do it. Uh, do do it straight away. Live on ramen noodles if you have to. Uh, although we'll tell you all the healthy things to eat and uh, on my podcast, but uh, <laughs> I guess that's another story. So all of this kind of brings us to this to the the theme of this interview: living differently, and something that uh, you've really been an inspiration for a lot of people, including myself, to just go out and do the things that you want to do, and not the things that you feel like society pressures you to do, or that you're parents pressure you or your friends really um, and coworkers or bosses whatever it might be so what does living differently mean to you Matt to me personally uh, to me personally is a good question but I want to start by saying it's uh, just like the definition definition of success that we talked about before you know everybody has their own um, definition, but just, I mean, it's just so obvious that society pushes us in a certain way by what our parents tell us to think, what uh, our teachers told us to think, what the government teaches us to think, uh, what advertisers and corporations teach us to think, and we never actually question anything and we never actually say, well, wait a second, maybe, you know, an easy example is to, to talk about food. Maybe I shouldn't be eating this food because it's the packaged crap that, yeah, maybe it's what my mom gave me because that's what somebody told her that was good to eat, right? Um, but you just fall into that trap because you saw an ad on it on TV and it said it was all natural or you, um, or the government came up with a food pyramid that was absolutely bogus and a lot of these people were doing their best i mean my mom certainly was and the the government well that's kind of questionable but uh no that's that's certainly (laughs) questionable because they have interest groups telling them what to put on the damn food pyramid but uh i won't go too too far down that rabbit hole but (laughs) you know look most people never sit and 
you know, everybody thinks oh, I have to move to New York, and that's that's what I did. I wanted to be around all these motivated people, ex- et cetera, et cetera. But well, shit, a one bedroom apartment was three grand a month. So how <laughs> how does that make any sense for a twenty four year old like like I was when I moved there? Um, and so yeah, so on and on, just to, just thinking to yourself. What does all of that mean? Um, but you know, in our pot, the things that are important to me obviously are, are travel, of course, um, freedom and flexibility, and ability to run my own business wherever wherever I want. I mean, I'm talking to you on a 4G hotspot in Costa Rica right now, um, and you know, maintaining your your health and fitness because that's your your life blood that's your livelihood and um but really it's you know it's about freeing up your time to be able to uh think how how you want and make your own decisions so that's what that's what the live different mentality is all about i love that because it's you you seem like one of those people that just you do you tend to follow your gut a lot like if you just have a gut feeling about something you're like you know like your intuition do you feel like that's been a big helper or whatever the word for it is in in the decisions that you've made in your life and business personal everything included yeah there is not a there is not a a word big enough to to describe how how much i uh, really do believe in intuition but i've Mm -hmm. i've practiced it over and over and over i mean i probably just started to come on the concept maybe a little over five years ago but i dove in really hard to it and and because I made so many stupid (laughs) mistakes and decisions and just because it was you know judge thing that things at surface level or I had that feeling that said oh you shouldn't do this but then I said well uh she's really hot or I said (laughs) you know or you said oh you something inside you said no this is a really bad idea but you know you do the business decision anyway even though the guy made you want to take a shower afterwards and you didn't listen to that so those are like two quick examples of of uh things that happen when you don't trust your your intuition but um I, I started practicing yoga very seriously about four years ago, and that lets you totally get rid of all your mental chatter, right? All the crap going on in your head, uh, all of the wishy-washy stuff that uh, makes you weigh options against each other and, and all the stuff. There's a time and place for, for that and, and making spreadsheets about decision-making and all that. You can certainly do that, but at the end of the day, you have to decide what feels good for you and what do you want to pursue on the just short time uh, on this planet and uh, yoga? And then, of course, meditation um, has, which go hand in hand, have have really helped me listen to my intuition and figure out, uh, yeah, what what do I want? What is what is speaking to me right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I asked that because I, I can't think of a single time where. I did something and it turned out really successfully. And then that wasn't what I like my, my intuition was telling me to do, but I'll tell you what, there's a lot of things that I've done wrong. Almost every single thing. And where the, if I had a bad gut feeling about something going into it, it's never worked out. I can't, I can't remember a single time if I had doubts about something going into it, that it actually worked out. And it's weird how much, I don't know, it's your, your body or whatever it is, or your brain just kind of knows what's good for you. If you, if you listen to it, not to get too hokey pokey, 
No, I mean, it. look, you're, but in you can, it's it's able most of the stuff is able to be explained on a very scientific level right yeah. you have you have a really bad feeling about something and yeah maybe you have a precognition about something or or whatever you have a, a sense that you got from a person's uh right energy but really it was how the physical how this feeling felt in your body right and that is a neurochemical response in your body uh probably from pattern recognition that you saw somebody who you thought was sketchy and guess what 99.9% of the time if you got that get that feeling yeah and you're in tune with that yeah that's what it is and you're going to have a physical response in your body cuz you're going to get you know just like when you get the chills right that's your body trying to tell you something or just like when someone sneaks up behind you and you know they're there but you didn't see them well yeah that's uh, that's scientifically proven um that there was somebody behind you or or the example that i like is uh it's known for navy seals that they know when there's a, a uh, someone has a gun pointed at them. They just know because of their their sixth sense or because of their intuition. Um, even if they can't physically see it, if they're crawling out uh, around in the field, uh, they just know this stuff. And their their brain picks that up in whatever way and creates a neuro neurochemical response, releases cortisol, re releases adrenaline, all these chemicals into your bloodstream. You feel it in your body instantly. Yeah, this is a really interesting topic. So. At what point did you know, or what point did you start to figure out that some of the stuff that we're talking about, you're like, you know what, like what I want is, is quite a bit different than, than how other people live their lives. And you know what, like, I'm okay with that. And the thing I love about your definition of living differently, that it's, is that it's not just to be different from everyone. Like there's an actual reason for it. These, these are doing the things that you want to do that will make you happy. Right. So was sure. there a specific time in your life where you sort of got over that hump of, okay, I've recognized that people are wanting, are living different lifestyles than I want, but you know what, like, I'm okay with that. I think, I mean, I think you really kind of nailed it when you asked about intuition and starting to, to listen to that. Um, I will say that a very young age, I always knew I wanted to start a business or um, I always knew that I wanted to be different than other people or that I was different from other people and I probably had a pretty hard time uh, embracing that if I was real honest with myself right now uh, or honest with you guys I probably had a very difficult time embracing that because everybody tells you to fall into line with what you're supposed to do well yeah. don't you know color in you're supposed to color in between the lines well you know, what if, what if you don't feel like doing that? And well, your teacher's going to give you a bad grade, so you better not do that. So you continue to, to go on the straight and narrow path. And, uh, you know, it was very hard for me at, at many times throughout my life to stray from that path because I knew that there were repercussions. I knew there, that there were consequences and, um, you know, and there still are, of course, to this day. But once I started to, uh, it started to listen to myself and then you grow the confidence to be able to listen to yourself. That's when it, you know, that's when it doesn't matter. Then, then you're like, all right, fuck it, let's do it. Um, whatever <laughs> it is. And then you gain more confidence because you know, your intuition is right. And then it becomes fun. And then it's just like a big game. Then it's uh, then it becomes really cool. So 
was community a big part of this in helping like as soon as you found other people that had a similar mindset to you did that help at all yes yes definitely um i mean certainly so the entrepreneurial community really helped and that was i mean we jared uh o'toole my co-founder and i were 22 and we decided that during 2008 when everybody else was struggling to get jobs the economy had just crashed uh we were uh going and going to strike out on our own, that's when we really realized that we needed community. So we brought people together on our website under 30 CEO where people could write about all the things that they were going through, building their business, uh, et cetera. And so instantly we had like-minded people. Um, So just to be able to talk to all the people. And if you, if you listen to the first, you know, 20 conversations, 25 conversations uh, of the, the live different podcast, it's, People who obviously I've been able to meet through travel or through business, whatever it is that I really am able to get along with uh, because they have similar mentalities and they do, they can uh, reaffirm these things for, for you. And that's very comforting. And so you don't feel like you're alone on an island like a hobbit in the, I mean, I'm literally sitting, t- sitting here talking to you uh, in the jungle and <laughs> This is cool because you've been on a trip with us, and I know you get it, so I can call you, and we can talk for an hour, and uh, then I can go back to the jungle and be like, all right, yeah, I, w- I got woken up by uh, Congo, or, or uh, the English word, the Congo monkeys, whatever, that's the Spanish word, but yeah, uh, yeah the I mean, that you're going to say things that are going to reaffirm that this is cool to do and then I'll go back to doing it. And um, yeah, and so just building community, surrounding yourself with, with the right support group is, is extremely important. Yeah, I really like that. The, the Anytime I've gone on an under 30 trip and especially this last like Lake Tahoe trip, I what I was commenting to people on is that I, like you people make me feel less crazy. <laughs> you know, because there's so many people and I feel very blessed to have a, a very awesome immediate family, but you know, extended family outside of that, I, you know, there's, there's lots of negativity. There's lots of people that will question what you're doing and you know, why are you doing this when you should be going to college to do this? Or why don't you want to become a doctor or a lawyer like every other Asian in our family? Sure. <laughs> it's a popular Asian thing, obviously, but, uh, it's a, it, it makes me feel less crazy being around those people. And I was just curious to what you had to say, because I've had this kind of, especially after talking to Raj and Martin, give those guys a shout out over at uh idea lemon yeah and uh yeah we just had, I had a good time meeting those guys for the first time and raj was on the tahoe trip too and and uh just talking to people and like the community's big and and what i felt like was missing in my life in the last couple months was like something i can really wrap my hands around my head around that makes a big impact you know so i feel like you kind of need the community which helps you create relationships which really helps you cr- create that impact, at least that, that I want. And I know that people like like you like doing what you're doing because of the impact, right? Um, but I don't know. That's just kind of something that for me personally, I, that's why I'm asking so many questions sure, <laughs> about, about no, the community. I, I mean, I, you're doing your job well. But I, I completely agree is um, – yeah, I know. I completely agree. When you're surrounded by that that group who says, "Okay, you're not crazy," well, 
then I think, you know, I, I actually love when people call me crazy. Like I, I get off on that. I mean, that's awesome. Um, right. Like there is no bigger compliment because I don't want to be like everybody else. So if you call me crazy, I, I'm okay with that because I'm okay with myself and who I am. And, uh, and, and also I wanted to mention that bringing other people together and that you, you mentioned guys uh, like Raj and Martin from uh, Idea Lemon. They're leaders within the community, and then they have massive impact on the people that they're around all of the time. And so then the the impact just starts to snowball, and yeah. we get to, you know, other people come on that trip who were looking to maybe start a project or go and travel or disobey their parents for the first time at 30 years old. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, go and go and do it. Find crazy friends. So I want to get into just along the same topic again of living differently and community. Um, I want to get into some stuff that people can take away for how they can get involved um, in, a, in a like-minded community. I'd like to first start with some of the things that you've talked about on a Facebook post that you posted All right. uh, now a couple months ago. Uh, I really di- dug it, though. It got, it got a lot of attention, and it was really, you call it your emo rant post. So <laughs> can you tell us more about just why you decided you needed to put that out there? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, might, I might even bring it up as, um, as, we, as we talk about it. I, I, I think that I will. So I was on a plane somewhere. Um, I was, oh, this was the leg of my journey, I believe, from Machu Picchu to Ireland. So four flights I had had. Holy moly. Uh, yeah, it was, it was a big one, um, including a 12-hour one across the Ooh. Atlantic um, from South. Not, it's very difficult to get from South America to Europe. Um, yeah. And so anyway, and, and also being in a remote part of Peru where Machu Picchu was. Um, so anyway, when I wrote this, basically it was um, a big long post on on health and and fitness and it actually not even fitness that was probably one little I'm going to pull this up just so I don't um, butcher it but basically it was all the things that I had been thinking about or that I see when I travel especially because I meet Americans and then I meet like and Americans I mean people who live in the United States and then I meet people like the Quechua people who are descendants of the Incans who still speak their native language and gr- live on a reserve and live in the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful places on earth in the Andes and grow all our organic foods and they don't have the diseases like we do in the States and they live very simply and family is important to them. And so it's very, it's very different. And so I realized that kind of stuff. And so uh, and often when I have to come back to the States or when I see just different stuff, I don't know, just the normal day-to-day stuff that you see on Facebook that, that angers me about, um, about America and about our society, I, um, yeah, I just felt like I wanted to, uh, to write and tell people about that. But I'm, I'm struggling um, to, to pull it up actually right now. I've... Uh, here we you know go. What I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I can message it to you also because I have it pulled up. So of course I thought it would be easy to go into my Facebook. Um, but do, do you want to read a little a little segment of that? Yeah. So the thing that I really dug about this first off is that 
it's the first like rant I've seen someone post where I didn't feel like you were just ranting because you were complaining. <laughs> and I yes. think that's really big. And this whole living differently thing, what I really get from that and, and what I've learned from you in, in the way that you run your company and just in the things that you post and the things that you talk about is that you could talk about living differently in terms of yourself. And it's the, it's the personal choices that you are making, not that that is dictated to you. So in other words, like what I got from this is that you're in control of your own destiny, you know, type of thing. But, uh, did you get the message actually? Yeah, this is your stuff, man. (laughs) So yeah, absolutely. So I said, um, so I can kind of lay out exactly what I was thinking here, but the first sentence of it is we are fucking defeated. And, um, you know, I said, look at our postures, look at our diets, look at our addictions, look at our diseases, scarier yet, look at our thoughts. And then I go and talk about all the things that do piss me off um, about, you know, how many hours did you spend with your smartphone today? Oh, by the way, you know, ev- not everybody knows, but cell phone radiation is supposed to cause cancer. Like there's many, many studies on this for like the last 10 years. Easy. Well, we all put in our pockets next to our sex organs. Like, that's not cool, yeah. right? And But we feel like we're addicted to these things. And, you know, one of the reasons that I, I decided to leave New York is because I could not find a place where people were more uh, sick and tired and stressed. And, um, you know, we make ourselves fat and unhealthy, unfortunately. And then I went on to talk about how we drive cars that pollute the very planet that we sit on, well, or that we rely on, um, and we sit in front of the TVs and, you know, do all this crap, Bas- basic crap that I... I th- and it's, it is all over the world, of course, uh, but particularly in the United States where we're so, quote-unquote, fat and happy. But really, I mean, honestly, a lot of it is fat and unhappy. Um, but it was I was particularly pessimistic on that day because you just see it so much. And but what I wanted to do was make sure that people knew like here's the problem. So first first I started off with we are fucking defeated and it's a picture of me flipping off all of my Facebook friends with a uh, a selfie in the airplane bathroom like it's just a ridiculous and I have hair like down to my ass now so it's just such a ridiculous picture and uh, I was really nervous about posting that I'd never put I mean I post some some kind of crazy stuff at times but um, usually it's like feel good travel stuff rah rah I'm in Iceland and here by the way here's 10 tips for jet lag or whatever Um, but then, you know, here's the problem that we're, so something to catch you, catch your eye, right? Which is the picture and some swear words at the top. <laughs> and then, that always uh, helps. yeah, that always helps. And then addressing the problem, but most people would just bitch about it the whole time, right? Which I do, you know, I say buy a house, check the box, feel accomplished, feed our egos, become leveraged in debt, work hard, uh, work harder, eat like shit, get sick, pay the pharma companies, repeat. Right. So that's what most people would do and people would like it or whatever. But I want to provide value because I commit so much of my life to researching this stuff and not only researching the things that you can do to make your life better, but putting them into action. Like I really want to be someone who walks the walk on this. And so I laid out 30 or 25 or I don't 
know how many 25 and 25 was just happened to be how many how many uh it came out these none of these were i they weren't even numbered at first um and but i formatted it so that it it looked good um but doing things like starting to think for ourselves uh how having more meaningful discussions even if they hurt doing honest work for honest pay um stop doing things that put us into debt stop eating processed foods um cut your cable company and spend a hundred dollars a month at your local bookstore like on and on and on i mean 25 things that people could literally put into action today um and think about these things and so that's why i think i mean i know the post did really what it did really i mean it was by far my fo- my uh, best facebook post in terms of likes but also i mean i don't know how many people shared it like 30 people or something actually shared the post and I turned it into an under30co.com article. I turned it into an Instagram post where I just laid out those 25 things in a different format. I was able to put this up on LinkedIn and because I wanted to get people to get the message out there. And then of course, at the end, I wanted there to be a little bit of an opt-in and a, a call to action, right? And so, you know, I said, uh, being normal is the enemy and being fine sucks because everybody is always like, oh, yeah, that's pretty normal or, oh, I'm fine. Well, that's a pretty shitty status quo in my opinion. Yeah. And so then I said, if you're tired of being normal, have this discussion today, meaning about all the things that I said above. And then I, then I plugged the podcast at the end and I said, oh, and listen to uh, Raj, actually, who we already mentioned, Rajiv, Nathan, and I, this week on the Live Different podcast. And, uh, you know, if <laughs> a, lot, a lot of people liked it. Hopefully it converted into some listeners. But more, more importantly is the, those people who read it live better, healthier, happier lives and have this discussion with other people and start that snowball effect. Mm -hmm. So if you had to give us maybe three to five actionable things that we could start doing like today or this week or as soon as we get done listening to this, because you had mentioned, you know, living differently was, you know, traveling and and freedom and, and health, right? So in those areas, like what would you say are three to five things that we could you know, easily implement after listening to this podcast today. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll I'll pick a couple off the list that we definitely have not discussed. And mm-hmm. one of those twenty five things was not travel uh, on that list because a I didn't want it to sound like it was me pitching our business, and b you don't have to travel to to live a fulfilling life, right? But it sure as hell helps, I think, um, because you get to see different things, you get to understand how the world works, etc., right? Uh, I probably put yoga and meditation in there. Um, I said number 21, do yoga, learn to med- meditate, spend time alone. Those are those work for some people. Uh, I guess they don't work for other people. Yeah, I guess that other people might not be attracted to those things. And these are only things, these are things that you can do them, you cannot do them. The decision is up to you. But of course, the number one thing on that list was, uh, was start thinking for ourselves. So that's really, really key. Um, you Why know, do you think that yoga and meditation and spending time alone and sounds like, what has that done for you? that god i mean it's allowed me to clear my mind and start thinking for for myself mm-hmm. and getting rid of all that societal conditioning and the uh 
just the crap that we've been told and, and fed every time we flip on the TV or even go to, uh, go to Facebook or any, anything like that, or that we just hear and passing from other people. Well, that start, you start to be able to, again, listen to your intuition and figure out what is you and what do you really want out of your life. Um, and so you just, you know, most people are, are scared to listen to their own thoughts or, or, uh, go and do what they they actually want to do. And it's usually because they're scared of what other people are going to think. Um, and that's, you know, you get that voice in your head that's like your mom saying something or your teacher saying something or, you know, some traumatic experience when you were very young being yelled at. Uh, and so that and you never strayed off the straight and narrow since then. So those things, yeah, just sitting in silence and taking a moment for yourself, that that really helps. I like that too, because the visual is, I mean, especially if you have a significant other, it's like you wake up in the morning, you wake up next to that person. You probably wake up just in time to take a shower and grab something to eat and run to work where you're around people all day. You fight through traffic on the way back. And then when you get back, you're around people until you go to bed, like even 10 minutes a day. That's what I love about meditation. Even 10 minutes is big. Just you alone in your thoughts, like having that time to yourself. I've noticed Absolutely. The same thing, Absolutely. And this is probably not the, so the Gen Y podcast listener, uh, Gen Y success podcast listener probably has the, the guts to go and, and do this kind of thing. And if they were in an unhappy relationship, uh, go and, and move on. But guess what? So much, so many other millions of people in the world wake up next to that spouse and say, God, he or she's a bitch. And <laughs> but then guess what? That little voice, I you know, I should definitely end it. And then the little voice in the in your head is like, oh my God, what would my parents think if I had to, you know, if I didn't have money or or uh, financially supportive spouse anymore? Well, shit, money is just a made up thing that we made up as as humans. Yeah, you need it. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you you don't. Um, but it's just a made-up things that thing that we made up as humans as another way to interact with each other and have power, etc. Uh, but people don't think like this, and you know they don't realize that they didn't have to live in such a big house, or that they could have ridden their bike instead of <laughs> instead of driven or something like that. But it's very hard to get people to change their habits. Yep. Uh, do you have a few more that you yeah, want to talk about on the list? Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> I could go for a <laughs> it's while. It's like I go all day on this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so sitting, I, I gotta, I gotta say, sitting in silence. Um, but also, I, I put eight number eighteen on this list, and I love if you could link link it up oh, to, your, to your podcast yep. uh, listeners. But when's the last time you were in nature? And then I wrote, sucks, doesn't it? Because most people pro reading that probably hadn't been in nature in a while, or maybe they get out once a month. Well, that's certainly not enough. Um, so just going and enjoying a simple sunset or um, going and getting in the water and getting in the ocean and getting crashed by waves or going into the forest and actually, you know, don't bring your damn iPod when you go into the forest. Like one thing that pisses <laughs> me off. Sorry, you just caught me in quite a mood today, Jason. But <laughs> one, one thing that just pisses me off when travelers come 
come on under 30 experiences is when they want to play music and play like fucking techno while we're hiking Machu Picchu. I'm like, no, man, listen. What are you doing? Yeah. This trail has been hiked for 500 years by the by the Andean people. They didn't listen to techno. They soaked it in for a second. Do we have to listen to your Pandora ads right now? So anyway, go go into nature. That is, I I can't say enough nice things about that because that's that's you and your your natural elements. Now, yeah, you don't have to be a caveman like me and walk around barefoot all the time, which I do because it's better for your feet. Literally, it's technically it is better for your feet because I said we were designed to walk, right? Nobody ever died because they didn't have shoes. Um, but yeah, you feel a connection with the earth or you you get rid of all that crap, all that noise that society told you, right? Don't bring your phone or at least put it on airplane mode so if you get eaten by a bear, you can maybe call somebody. But <laughs> seriously... You can, uh, yeah, I mean, go and experience how humans, we've only had this crappy society for the last few hundred years anyway. We've been around for, I don't know how many, I'm not going to say millions, uh, at least humans have been around for a few hundred thousand years, uh, humans as we know them before we we actually were cavemen or whatever. But um, yeah, so there's one, I'll I'll, I'll pick one more for you. Um, The last one on the list, number 25, uh, be kind. I mean, yeah, I've had a lot of uh, <laughs> pent up uh, anger. I've just been in my apartment all day. I guess I've had a, some pent up uh, things like to say. I, just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go outside and I'm going to get some or I can actually hear uh, tree frogs and crickets and insects and yeah. monkeys. And there was a guana on the roof about 15 minutes ago. And, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty close to nature, but, but just being kind. And, um, you know, we talked about how, yeah, it's cool when people come on our trips and they are leaders and that they, you know, people like yourself and Raj and Martin, can come on the trips and then they impact all of their interactions because they are our right quote inspirational people in our community because they have businesses or because they travel or because they've been able to strike out on their own and um, and that's very inspirational to people. Well, and they have that confidence and they exude that to others and other people's pick up on on that right and you create that snowball effect. Well, it's the same thing with kindness. And if you're not, if you hold the door for somebody and that person actually says thank you uh, and genuinely, and you're not just holding the door because you wanted to hear thank you, right? Don't be that, don't be that asshole who you hold the door, you hold the door for somebody, right? And they're like, and you hold the door for somebody and then they don't say thank you and then you bitch about it. Well, just genuinely be kind to someone. Maybe that person having a really shitty day and just try to be the, the quote, bigger person in the situation and do it out of uh what's the word i'm looking for uh, out of just do it um not expecting anything in return and yep. you do that to somebody well maybe it's going to brighten their day and they're going to be nice to the next person but uh so too many times we're living in a, a downward spiral and uh instead of an upward one and so if we can perpetuate that upward spiral and uh be nice to each other well i think the world would be a better place oh definitely and i am a huge believer in karma you know that good things happen to good people and bad things happen to bad people you know if you're doing good things and going out of your way to help people 
because it makes you feel good, things are going to come around. Like people notice that stuff, the right type of people that were that like the people that we're talking about, like they notice those things. They always do. might take a little bit of time, but they all, you will always get noticed by the right people if you do the right thing. Absolutely. And you can hold, you can hold the door. And when that person's, you know, that mom with the groceries and the shopping cart and the kids or whatever smiles at you. Yeah. It's, it's going to make your day better. Right. But don't, let that be the reason that you do it. Uh, sure, that's going to be a byproduct uh, of your kindness. Is yeah, it's going to come back around. You know, it is going to come back around. But um, you know, do it just because you want. Just because you want to do it, and uh, and and that you can live with with yourself. Like I said, do honest work for honest pay. You know, don't. Yeah, sure. I, it's easy to say don't do it for the money, right? So I'm not even going to say that because everybody needs to make ends meet. Yeah. But if it is, if there is a byproduct, you know, don't don't try to do some impactful thing because you want recognition for it, um, because you want to be, you know, the next social entrepreneur on the face, you know, the next goody two shoes, right? Don't do it for that. Do it because you genuinely care and you genuinely want to to make a contribution. Cool. So before we dig into the rapid fire questions. Um, tell us about your podcast. Why did you decide to start it? Like what can people expect to hear? And I'll make sure to link to that in the show notes along with this uh, Facebook post that we just talked about. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I interview uh, people who can make uh, make other people's lives better. Um, you know, we cover business and travel and uh, health and, and just overall human performance, um, because I think when we cut away all of the crap, then we're able to to perform better um, when we're eating the right foods and uh, when we have businesses that can support us and we don't have to be stressed about our finances. Um, these are all really important things. And they're, they're conversations uh, between between myself and, and, again, the first 25 episodes have been my friends, which have been really cool and uh, people who I've been able to catch up with um, and just dig into their habits because I've been able, been fortunate enough to surround myself with people who do have really good habits and the people who I feel closest with, right, are not the people that I see every day, uh, unfortunately, right? But uh these these people are are people that genuinely care about about helping others and are experts in their in their fields. Um, so whether it's someone uh, like my friend Adam Griffin, uh, who is part of our under thirty community, who is a um, who is a fitness coach and has an app called Body Fit so that gives you the daily workout of the day. You know whether it's an hour long conversation with him about how the listeners can uh, can train can train better and don't have to spend all day in the gym uh, to to get the results and get more energy and and things that that they want. Um, anything from from that to just other mentors of mine and in, in all aspects of life. So yeah, that's what the that's what the podcast is all about. And uh, I'm a pretty inquisitive person. I ask a lot of questions normally. I don't normally get to uh, go on so many rants like this, but uh, yeah, they're just, you know, conversations between friends. So it's, it's pretty cool. And, and we want to build that into a community as well, where there are people who want more out of life and uh, aren't afraid to be a little bit different. Cool. Good stuff, man. Are you ready for the rapid fire questions? Yeah, absolutely. 
All right. So my first question for you is what is the number one habit you contribute most to your success? Okay. Number one habit. I won't say thinking for myself <laughs> because I've already harped on that uh, quite a bit. But number one habit um, is just overall being disciplined and just waking it. I guess it's the habit of building habits, if that makes sense, and waking up every day and doing the stuff that matters. Sorry, this is supposed to be rapid fire. This is supposed to be rapid fire, but just waking up every day and getting in your routine, doing the things that you that you don't want to do, and then they become they become habits and you don't have to think about them. You just wake up and you eat a healthy breakfast or you wake up and you do your meditation. You wake up and you write in your journal um, and you wake up and you don't check your email first thing. And once those things become habits, I mean, that's, that's the easiest thing. So then, then, then it does become easy. So that's my answer for that one. Love it. Love what you said there too, about like the art of habits. And a lot of people don't really know how to create new habits in their life either. So it's big, man. Um, what is the number one book you've recommended to others and why? Number one book that I have recommended to others. So probably the honest answer to that question is the four hour work week and Tim Ferriss, just mm -hmm. because it's an easy, it's just an easy starter to this kind of stuff. And it's a book that I read in 2006 or seven. I mean, I saw it on the bookshelf in Barnes and Noble and I was a going into my senior year of college. So I had the right, I had the opportunity to read that a long time ago. Um, but one that I've been recommending more to people right now has been um, uh, Eckhart Tolle's second book, not The Power of Now. I believe it's called A New Earth. And it's very thick and very heady stuff. And you can read like a paragraph at a time and it might, you know, read a paragraph like before bed. And it just talks about being present to end what you need to do and just kind of your life's purpose. And a lot of the stuff is around kindness and being in the moment with somebody and actually listening to them. And then once you start to do those things, then you can fulfill kind of your, your outer, outer purpose. And that's going out to, to make an impact on the world. So that's the one that I've recommended most lately. What's your favorite online tool or app? You know, I'm real basic. I'm real minimalist. Um, so I would have to say just something that comes on everybody's iPhone, and that's the podcast app. Um, yeah. And actually, you know what, everybody, that's a kind of a crappy one to give because everyone's probably listening to that right now. Um, but if you're not on the podcast app, right, and you get tired of, it's kind of like podcasts are kind of like reading magazines and it's nice quick hitters, et cetera. But I just downloaded the uh, audible.com app and now I can actually knock out the hundreds of books that are on. I, I mean, I probably consume three hours of, of content, whether it's podcasts or whatever per day. And so I'm a little bit of a freak in that, uh, in that regard, but I want to start knocking out books as well. And don't, you, nobody has to read three hours a day. You have to actually live the stuff. It doesn't matter how much you learn about it. Yeah, great point. And what podcasts do you tune into on a regular basis? Ah, okay. Uh, what podcasts? All right. So, um, Bulletproof Radio, 
Definitely. Uh, I've probably listened to 100, um, 150 hours of podcasts with doctors on, on Dave Asprey's podcast. Um, and uh, so that's one. Occasionally, I listen to Joe Rogan just for something a little bit more entertaining. Um, a really good one that not too many people know about is Daniele Boelli and uh, he's called the Drunken Taoist and he's this Italian philosopher who just uh, has crazy views on life and he's a really really interesting person Um, so those are three that I I really enjoy right now. Awesome and before you take off Matt can you let us know where the best place is to connect with you? Absolutely Um, so of course you can check out what well you know what the best place is come on a damn trip and meet me in person, hang out for five to seven days, five to seven days. So under 30 experiences.com. If you want to check it out, um, if you want to, of course, interact with, uh, or listen to more crazy stuff that I have to say, uh, the live different podcast and, um, yeah, on Twitter, Matt Wilson TV, always looking to interact with people and, uh, yeah, looking forward to, to keeping in touch with, with your community, Jason, I really love what you're doing here. Hey, did you like today's episode? If you did, log on to iTunes and leave us a review. It would really help us out. We try to put out good, free content all of the time. Check out the show notes on under30co.com. Send the podcast to a friend who could use some of the advice. And of course, if you want to travel with us, check out under30experiences.com and 50% off Athletic Greens on the show notes. Thanks for listening.